Welcome back to episode 74 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, we go over the biggest tournament in Decentraland so far. Next, we recognize the 80-20 rule in the crypto space. Then, the DeFi space enters the speculation mania. And finally, we discuss how gaming will evolve in Decentraland. All right, let's listen in. What's up, man? Dude, again, we're back at it again in a week, and uh, you're just off of the moonshot, I guess, tournament, right? Yeah, it's been one hell of a week, dude. We got we got a big live, we currently have a big live event going on in Decentraland. So you've been on the inside, <clears throat> kind of seeing all the work that it takes to facilitate something like this. It's a lot of work, right? Well... I just show up. I really didn't organize <laughs> a goddamn thing, to be honest. <laughs> I could imagine, uh, I think Maddie. Well, I think it's between like, uh, Maddie and Bent and then Frankie. Just, yeah. you know, trying to gather all the people. You know what? It, and, it's and hard Tomb getting Punk, I think. in Toon Punk, yeah. Yeah. It's hard getting 10 people together all at once. Huh. Yeah, no what, shit, dude. Dude, that's nothing, man. Like. Yeah, but go, yeah, I, well, I was just thinking back to my World of Warcraft days when you had to get forty people on at the same time to fucking do anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about but, that. But what yeah. I'm seeing is is that uh, people like undefined are are just jumping in and like playing on any team, and it's just like randos joining. Yeah, because like you said, there's always gaps, right? Yeah. I mean, most of these projects, like the idea is, there's like 24 teams. They're like they're not necessarily Decentraland projects, but they're mostly like NFT related. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like the majority of these teams probably don't even have five team members. You know what I mean? Working on their actual project, ourselves yeah, that's included. True. That's true, dude. That's a good point. That's a good. Point. You know, so it's a five on five style soccer match. Yeah. Uh, so you need ringers, man. Fortunately for us, we have a pretty large community. You yeah. know, of like active. I call them well. Some of them are gamers. We had a, a legitimate gamer, but he totally betrayed us. Like <laughs> played for essential games. Yeah, but still, we have plenty of ringers to uh, substitute. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, and we had for, a, we had a good team, dude. I'm telling you, man, we prepared. We were all on different yeah, servers. Man, break we, it down. Well, what the fuck happened out there, dude? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> we uh, we we were on different servers. Uh, we had all different colors. I mean, obviously. It depends on which, like, you can be on Fenrir versus CN86. There's another one called um, uh, Aphrodite or something like that. So we, so we were on different servers. We weren't on so just different colors. Were, did y'all just, like, randomly select the servers? No, 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 or no, 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 no. We, uh, we coordinated. Yeah, we coordinated. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and I told everybody to, like, be there for practice, and they showed up, and... You know, it's kind of weird because when practice starts, it doesn't really tell you that it's starting. It just, like, sort of just goes. And if you didn't yeah. click in on your character, then you weren't playing, and then you just wasted those those practice, you know. Yeah, the practicing thing is rough. Like, some teams literally got zero practice, and they had to just yeah. get thrown into the pit, you know. It was kind of – that part of it was super uncoordinated. Uncoor- I don't know if that was intentional or not. <clears throat> what I don't understand is why not allow people to practice whenever they want. Uh, I guess for that reason, it'd just be like too one-sided for a team of like Decentraland, you know, all-stars. Yeah. They'll spend all day in that bitch. I know they will. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, all day just grinding and practicing. And then like some fucking outsiders is going to come in and get walloped. 
which is happening. I can see yeah. plenty of <laughs> plenty of uh, uh, one sided uh, wins. Yeah, dude. Straight like twelve to zero. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of that, you know. So. Yeah, and so so we were completely coordinated. Um, obviously, Corvin and I don't have the best of rigs. But at this point, it didn't really matter when we were getting 60 frames per second and we were good. I mean, we were, we were fine. Uh, the, the thing that happened was in our first game, it got like super choppy. For some reason, once the game starts, it gets super choppy, super laggy. And sometimes it's not that laggy to where you can't hit the ball. But in our case, it got that laggy where everything was just like teleporting, right? The ball was just like teleporting. Yeah. And then Corv, he was just frozen the entire time. And so essentially it was like five on four. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was watching. It was five on four. They, the the, the, uh, the central game team likes to throw out the uh, the excuse that oh, one of our guys was like driving and playing at the same time, dude. Oh, really? First of all, that's <laughs> extremely dangerous and like a hazard to society. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Should it, it shouldn't be happening. And second of all, that's still better than one man, you know, not even being present. Basically. Yeah, so exactly. I don't want to hear it, essential games. Yeah, so I, I'm not <laughs> saying there's excuses, but man, I would have liked to play another, another, have another shot at essential games, just, just for the, just so I could feel better that if we lose, I'm okay losing as long as it's fair. But in the case of the, like lag, I, I didn't feel it was all that fair, but it's okay. It's, it's, it's really yeah. not a big deal. But I, I do want, that- I do want another shot though. Just see, you, see, the, the fact that there's something now in Decentraland that's like bringing that competitiveness out of you and a lot of other people is a good sign. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you know? like people actually give a fuck. You know, there's actually some some e glory at stake. You know, I dude, I really wanted Medicine to win, dude. I was yeah, getting yeah. tired of all the shit talking from the community. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, ooh, look at all these Medicine guys, dude. They have all these games. They think they know what they're talking about. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we lose. You know? Yeah. But. It's, like you said, it's not in our hands, man. There's a lot of technical difficulties. <clears throat> True, man. But still, I think if this was uh, a little bit more stable game, that you would have had a, a a much better fight. Because, like I said, we were prepared. It's just, man, if you can't move your character, you know, what can you do? And it's yeah, not like you can refresh of... in the middle of the game. So yeah, it was it was a good look overall. Uh, you know, like I said, from like a progress progressive standpoint, like you were progressing towards something. Yeah, you know, more universally appreciated, like this whole multiplayer, like competitive gaming esports realm. Like, dude, when you're out there, like, and you're on the sidelines looking in, you see these little astronauts yeah. playing soccer. It's like you could totally see this being like some kind of like a long-standing. Oh, for, know, sure. for sure, like a hundred percent. Yeah, and then you can set up some bets, like smart contract bets that you're. People were actually up. doing that. I'm yeah. not going to say who. Yeah, <laughs> but I saw that kind of activity, like. Dude, man, isn't that crazy? Remember we were talking about this like four or five months ago. Yeah, we did. Like we straight called this shit. Like we're not gonna do it, but like someone's gonna set up bets like in our community, and that's exactly what happened, dude. It's true. Like they just started making bets. Yeah. And I think they actually use like some kind of like DeFi prediction platform or something like that. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like we gotta talk about DeFi too, by the way. Oh yeah, for sure. So um, so yeah, I I totally agree. I think the multiplayer aspect is is such a game changer from for from the standpoint of wanting to play in Decentraland and wanting to be there and wanting to compete like that's man it changes everything i i i legitimately wanted to continue playing like yeah. and continue like competing but uh man like i said if if there was a this game was a little bit more stable it would have been a lot more fun and a lot more entertaining like at least from the 
from the viewer's perspective, because I know you guys were probably seeing, you know, equally as choppy gameplay. Yeah. But, yeah, um, it was all about it was all about being in the right server, basically. Yeah. You know, as isolated as possible. Uh, you know, and then in the second game, man, we uh, we dominated six zero. Yeah. You, you remember that? Oscar, he finally got his shit figured out, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. Because I told him, <laughs> I told him as, as soon as the game ended, I was like, everybody refresh. And once we refreshed, the game started, and uh, then it was like smooth sailing. Yeah, I, I saw that, dude. And not only that, the, the team that we beat—I forget—I forget the name—but uh, we were all gonna jump in and take their spots in the next in the in the third round. I saw that, yeah, yeah, against the Central Games. Why though? Why? Yeah, yeah, just because we wanted to play them again. <laughs> and 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 I think over half of us actually took a spot. And they're like, nah, man, let's just let them let them play. And then we just jumped out. Damn, dude, straight renegades, huh? Yeah, man. Like, give zero fucks, dude. It's like, this is our house, dude. We take our <laughs> we take our our places when we want. Yeah, I mean, I saw it, and I was I was like, damn, I thought it was a pretty ballsy move. Yeah, I mean, it's, I told everybody to do it. Just click on a character, jump in, let's just play to central games again. Uh, but the better the better head prevailed. And and you know that team they they put up a good fight too. I mean they lost two to three. So mm-hmm. yeah, they were so close, man. I forgot his name, but there's one dude who really came back and like almost iced it for them. But yeah, couldn't do it, man. It's just the e gods weren't on your side, man. Yeah, it just wasn't it was just wasn't meant to be, dude. But whatever, we got some sweet jerseys out of it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, a man. lot of our community members did. Those jerseys are like kind of it's ridiculous what's going on with those things, dude. They it sell is. out in like ten seconds. It is ridiculous. I was there today, like trying to purchase. I, I had like nine Wallets? failed, tra- yeah, oh. like nine transactions, and they all failed. You did know? you uh, did you pay for like the most gas? Yeah, but you got to do like double that now, or so you got to like customize it and like double the fast amount. Oh, it's the only way you're gonna even get a chance to get accepted. You know, it's absurd, man. It's fucking. So absurd. you can't even select fast, and that's not even fast enough. It's not, it's not good enough. Damn. That's what I did, dude, on all nine of them, and they got rejected, all of them. You know, they all got stuck in pending, and about five minutes later, so I understand rejected. why that happens when uh, when it comes to smart contracts. Like, you can create a cool user interface, one that interacts with the smart contract. In this case, the user interface is Decentraland, and uh, but you don't have to use the interface to interact with the smart contract. You can go directly to the smart contract and purchase the content that it's holding. Mm-hmm. And that's probably somebody created a script and probably purchased everything. Most likely HP. It's possible, but <laughs> I, I think he was involved to where he got shirts without having to buy the shirts. I mean, possibly, you know, so probably. Yeah, because he already has like the whole the whole line of shirts for sale, like on OpenSea. He had that from yeah. like a couple of days ago, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he yeah, was he ready to go. But it's okay. I see what you're saying. If there's any kind of system like that that's open, you know, someone's going to figure out how to game it. Oh, for sure. Every time. That's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, for sure. And it's unfortunate. It leaves, like, a lot of, like, people, like, you know, the average user. Yeah, they the leave. User, they yeah. leave salty, you know? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? You guys are coming. You guys are telling us to come to this event, and you're, like, telling us there's going to be jerseys, and then none of us get one. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. you know, whoever the most technical people are, they leave with the bag, you know? Yep. It's just the reality of life, dude. It's pretty, it's pretty rough out there. I don't know, <laughs> but, man. It, it, the The reason why they do this is because they're valuable, and the reason why they're valuable is because people want them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, there's only a hundred per team. Yeah. So that's it. 
100 100 is pretty rare dude like you gave it i've given away some legendaries in our tournaments they're not cheap yeah yeah, you know, they maybe they may have started off cheap whenever they were first minted, but like a couple months down the line, I think they probably like doubled or something in value. Yeah. So how much? Like two thousand mana? Around two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, like it gave away pretty much like any piece of that raver set is around two thousand mana or something. So how much is that? Like eighty bucks? Yeah, it's about eighty yeah, bucks. Exactly. About four cents a mana. Yeah. <clears throat> hey man, yeah. not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I guess. That's groceries for a week. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Just for showing up. So, Where else is that going to happen? <laughs> one of the realizations that we made is after playing the game, the soccer tournament, we were like, dude, multiplayer is where it's at. So we're going to update yeah, all I our never, games. Yeah, I never got y'all's opinions on that yet. You know, yeah. Any kind of like realizations. We, we're we definitely going to update all our games, like Pack Runner and Block, Block Runner and all that, uh, to support peer-to-peer. And so now everything's going to be synced. It's going to take a little bit of time because we have to figure out how to do it. And then on top of that, we have to like test it out and everything. But mm. the idea is, is what we had, you know, several months ago. The idea is everybody will be able to jump in on block runner and just start jumping walls all at the same time and jumping the same wall because everybody sees the same thing. And uh, we'll have like a jump off and last man wins and that's it. Mm. Just like That sounds fun. Yeah, just like we we there's an audience for the... The soccer tournament, we would expect the audience for diff, you know, these our games as well. Yeah, it just takes like a lot of coordination, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there would have to be a, a singular event where we get like ten players or so um, to do a jump off and. But I mean, hey man, you can't expect you're not you can't expect the same turnout as the oh, soccer no. tournament. No, no, definitely I, not. Eighty percent of the people are were there for the NFTs only, yeah, for sure. I only, agree. literally, they log in, they wait for these things to drop, and they log right back out. They're not yeah. interested in like trying to witness like you know <laughs> like a tournament. <laughs> yeah, but the twenty percent are so uh, you know. Uh, my point is, <clears throat> if you're trying to like bring in like as far as like spectators and shit. Yeah. At, at this phase of uh you know where we are as a community, you know they have to be kind of like goaded to come in. You know what I mean? You got to put a carrot in front of them a little bit. Like, hey, we got NFTs over here, or else the majority yeah. won't show up. You know. It seems a little seems a little odd because if you keep this up you're just going to be generating more t-shirts and you know then what's the value of these t-shirts right well that's just what people want right now and it's it's part of the conversation of like we had a conference with uh, some DeFi guys they just uh, that maddie organized oh yeah dude that, that was such a good conversation i could have kept going i agree but something i took away that was kind of interesting. Like we went into that conversation expecting it to be hundred percent on DeFi, but like at some point midway during the conversation, these guys are like, you know what? Like dude, this shit's kind of boring. Like DeFi. Like yeah. we want to know more about Decentraland. Like, cause that sounds way more exciting. You guys are about to have like this big soccer tournament. You got like fucking, yeah, I don't know. You got like fucking skeleton dudes walking around and shit. Like that's way more interesting <laughs> than DeFi. Getting 1% <laughs> interest rate. Yeah. APR. But, <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like oh man it's like i promise you like a, an extra half percent is like yeah, buy yeah. my token like yeah that's what's going on in this space but See, if it's if it's so boring compared to like what's going on here in the metaverse like why is all the investor interest over there then yeah none of well, it's over here. here here's the thing is DeFi applies to the world well i guess i mean in this case gaming in, in, in the case of Decentraland, it applies to gamers for the most part. But DeFi, it's, it, it underpins like the financial infrastructure. And if we can just dissolve banking with DeFi, 
That's a big deal. That's something See, worth okay. investing. But you're part of that 20% who shows up to the events at Decentraland, oh, regardless yeah. if there's an NFT there. Yeah, I want to so, see who wins. Yeah, but see, you're representative of the type of people who aren't going to be goaded or carried on a stick yeah, definitely to an not. event. Definitely you know, you're, you're, there for, you're there for the tech. You're there for the progression, the innovation. Yeah, yeah. That's you. <laughs> but the 80% of the people that I'm seeing come to these events only there for the, for the carrot. Yeah. You know, that's what's going on in DeFi. That's what I'm noticing. There's a new bubble forming in the DeFi space. Like all these protocols are releasing their governance tokens. Sure, sure. And all of a sudden everyone's running out there to like support their new, you know, shitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now they put out a whole new pile of carrots <laughs> for yeah, yeah. people to like onboard and become shills, you know? Dude, dude, you're so, that, so right, man. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. I, I know which and, token you're talking about. I don't know if we should mention uh, it. But there's several of them. I, I've been oh, yeah, deep, there is diving them. deep because... It's the same shit that happened in 2017, man. That's how I made all that money, dude. It's just like hop on the right shit coin. You're, you're, you're going to do good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but 80% of the market is that, uh, is those people. Yeah. That's actually what drives Damn, the market. That makes you know? a lot of sense, dude. Yeah, and it's, it's unfortunate because... <clears throat> Like the tech gets neglected and like, you know, nobody gives a shit about it. It's, it's all about like the hype and like, you know, what's what's the mania of the day? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm over here thinking about how do we improve Moonshot, the, the soccer tournament, so that it's not laggy. And mm -hmm. like one of the things is making a client and running the game off of a client. So you're utilizing the hardware on your computer instead yeah, of just... That sounds great. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the NFTs, the main reason why everybody's there. Yeah. I agree. So, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that's, it's just the yeah. market we're in right now. That's just the phase we're in. If you want people to show up, you better, you know, give them something in return or at least the possibility to. Yeah. Have, it's, it's not a know. bad thing, but damn, man. It's not a bad thing. It's actually part of, it's part of the game. It's part of the game of Decentraland. I think it's, it's in order for like uh, this, like we talk about it all the time, this, this trilemma, how the fuck are you going to get people to actually log on and like onboard into this ecosystem? There has to be like an economy, an exchange of value for their time, right? See, you know, um, all the participants in the soccer tournament, they all got jerseys or shirts, right? Yeah, true. What if the only way you could get a shirt is if you participate in the game? How, Meaning how, like how, only the five players get it. Only the five players. Yeah. How valuable do you think those jerseys would be? They'd be insanely valuable. Exactly. More valuable than a mythic. Yes. They have their own category of valuability, like freaking immortals or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because you'd have to participate. And yeah. I mean, I think that's where wearables are going to go because once it's open to the open market where anybody can generate wearables, the ones that retain the value are the ones that you had to put some effort into into getting. Mm. And I don't know. I, I so don't... these, I guess the effort here, there's some effort involved in getting these. I mean, you got to show up on time. And well, you clearly gotta, not anymore. You just have to know how to code. If what you're saying is true, then that's different. Yeah. But that, again, that's effort. Like those guys, essentially, they've gamified the uh, the way to obtain these jerseys because it wasn't like this on day one and two. Mm -hmm. It just got progressively got worse and worse as the days went by. You know, it got harder and harder. Yeah. You were less likely to actually get one. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't look like more people are out there. I think, in the contrary, less people are out there than there were on day one and two. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. I, I see this, so I, I don't know what's happening. People are just they're they're, they're learning the game and they're they're you know they're the becoming experts it. at it. They're gaming yeah. it. The people willing to be the best at the game, they're being rewarded. Yeah. So 
they're going to set the market price. Like, you know, they're going to have the majority of the supply is going to be in the hands of a few people. And then they're just going to like inflate the market. You know, yeah. that's just is what it is. Yeah. Well, Which is perfectly do? fine, man. Open market, man. It's, just, it's fine. <clears throat> See, that's what I think. It's like, if you can uh, generate any wearable, let's say anybody can generate, generate a wearable, there's going to be less incentive to get that wearable. But if you have to do some work, like actual work, like, yeah. like, uh, not, not necessarily just go into a smart contract and, and like just, you know, pay the gas fees to, to get your wearable, but you have to perform some action within Decentraland that's going to be valuable. And I think that's going to be the, the, the economy of Decentraland in the future. So what do you think would happen to these shirts if there was no limit to the supply? Like those COVID masks, there's like a thousand or more oh, per yeah? mask. Yeah. So like, what if there's a thousand or more per Jersey, you know, like. Would anybody well, give a well, fuck about these things? Well, that's the point is that if there's a thousand, that means uh, so assuming that you had to do some work to get a, you know, a thousand of these jerseys out there, they're going to have some value because you couldn't just make them anymore. You have to earn them, right? If you yeah, earn them, then yeah. there's a base value. Like, for example, the Bullion X, those NFTs are backed by gold, right? Mm. A single gram of gold. So they have a very base value. So it's the same thing. The base value for these future NFTs is going to be the the work that it took to to get them. Yeah, but there's no way to quantify that. No, there isn't. But the market yeah, will say, subjective. "Hey, you won." Uh, you know the like for example the the moonshot um trophy the the NFT tro trophy that the winners are going to get mm. that is going to be really valuable because yeah, only that's a few, pretty interesting. Yeah, only a few have it. Yeah, if it's a true NFT, that means like they could literally just throw it out in the market and some whale could just buy it you yeah. know, if they really wanted to and then just display it in their house. Yeah. It's theirs. Yeah. It's now their trophy. But like, who the fuck would want that? When I say that, but people, people buy like these Super Bowl rings and shit off of like yeah. pawn shops and stuff. But, like That's it true. happens all the time in, in the real world open market. Right. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want a Super Bowl ring? Yeah. If you have the money, right. Yeah, If you it's have just, the money. Yeah. It's just another thing to flex with. Like, oh man, you know, look, I got Tom Brady's original ring, even though he, I'm sure he never sold any of the rings. But yeah. I'm just saying. But if you could get your hands on one, you would. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd yeah. pay like God tiers amount of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, so, that's what's going to be interesting. I think that's what's going to happen with these trophies. I don't think, I don't think the winners are going to sell them at all. They're just going to mm -hmm. keep them. Yeah. But I guess my point is that there's that. And then there's this, what's going on right now, where it's just you like, you, the mint out of thin air approach and put them out there and use them as like marketing tools, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bring, just bring people in, you know, build up hype. And unfortunately, 80% of the people are there. They're not going to stick around for like an entire event. They're just going to come and go mm -hmm. and get what they want. Yeah. But, you know, at least it's going to give you that nice little Twitter op. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure. Look at all these people who showed up for our soccer tournament. Really? Just, <laughs> they're here for the shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, so like we're dealing with that. The crypto, the OG crypto guys dealt with that. That's why like every bull and bear cycle, they're always like, okay, 80% of the population leaves during a bear market, but the 20% that sticks around, those are the people who continue building, continue building. And they're the ones who are going to really benefit. And they're the ones who are going to really profit. At the That's end right. Of the day, you know what I mean? That's so right. It's the same shit. It's just human behavior. It doesn't matter what sector you're in. It's just the way it is. That makes a lot of sense, dude. And we're like you're saying, we're seeing that with the DeFi community coming out with their own coins. And you're right; those coins are probably gonna like shoot up in value. And if yeah, you're man. if you're in early, then you're gonna profit. But uh, but those yeah, guys are still building something infrastructure wise that's gonna be important for the future. I agree. There's a definite definite use case for this. Like 
I mean, we're going all the way in. We're going balls deep into this whole, you know, debankify society movement, dude. Yeah. Like that's what DeFi is. Yeah. Like we started just with like, you know, the the transfer of money, but now we need like all the banking services that's with right. it. That's right. <laughs> you know, lending and borrowing and collateralizing Collateral, and yeah. all that shit. Even non-collateral, like someone's going to have to figure out how to work uh, you know, unsecured lending. You know, yeah. how do we how do we either replicate the traditional models where we we use things like Chainlink to get like real world data and verify people's like creditworthiness. Right. You know? Right. Or do we create our own system where it doesn't require like a history of, you know, credit or income? Like, yeah. How would you, yeah. How could you lend somebody money who doesn't have like either history, like provable history or some or collateral. collateral? Yeah. Like, but we do it do? all the time in the traditional world. Yeah, we do. Which is, I don't <laughs> which know. is crazy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're gambling, right? <laughs> yeah. But it works, man. And but you know it's, what? It's actually, you know how it works is reputation, right? Their yeah, reputation credit. gets hit. Their credit. Your credit. But yeah. a lot of people don't give a fuck, dude. They just take the hit. You know, I, I've seen these. I've seen it like working in the subprime industry for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, people take like bad loans and they just let them burn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but but then the, the next take- loan that they get is just going to be even worse. Yeah. So that's, that's it. And then there's like a whole banking sector that profits off of those high interest rates. Yeah. You know, credit cards, like the whole subprime market. Like I said, the big banks don't want to deal with these people. Sure, sure. But like the little banks will, you know. Yeah. They'll take on these bad loans and then they'll repackage them and like send them <laughs> for like the Wall Street guys to speculate on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Crash entire economies. <laughs> yeah. Like they did in 2007. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's like, there's, there's so much shit going on, dude. It's like, it's too much to keep up. Like I finally stepped out of like the set, just Decentraland world a little bit. Mm-hmm. For, for once in like the like the last six months or so yeah it's kind of like because now DeFi is like peaking again so I, I gotta find out more and it's like fuck man like we're missing out on a lot of other shit you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. we have some mad tunnel vision right now for good reason but it's like i don't know my person i, I like to be aware of like everything as much as I oh can, yeah for sure you know you know and the reason why we're talking about this is because the community brought it up there was a there was a token yeah. that that went up like I don't know, 50% of the day. And it was a token that was just released like within that week. Mm. And then a couple days later, it went up like 100%. And it's like, whoa, what the hell is this? It's like, oh, this is a coin for for, uh, uh, DeFi. And it's like, what's going on? Like, why is there a coin now for DeFi? It's like, oh, because they're launching a DAO. And and that's how you're going to stake your your, your own, I don't want to say reputation, but your own um your vote on what happens with that cryptocurrency with the dow uh like for example if you have dai then you can vote on which which token is going to be used as a collateral like for example bat bat basic attention token was recently added to compound mm. and they had like 24% interest i was like well i better wow. move yeah i better move my my bats into that and then within the week it went from 24% to like 0.1% Yep. So it's because everybody did exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. And and like it, within within a few days, it went from like zero dollars in in interest, zero dollars like liquidity to like three hundred million. Mm-hmm. Three hundred million dollars of BAT. Imagine that. Yeah, it's getting crazy, dude. Like, and I think a lot of it has to do with like these new de- decentralized exchange protocols, like Uniswap yeah. or whatever else is out there. Maybe Kyber. Like they're they're leaving they're creating like new gateways or new pathways for like these, you know, these new projects to kind of like get community. That's true. I mean, think about it. Um, I remember when a Matic went up 
to like four cents, and it was like a it went it was like an exponential growth, like within a week. And you were telling me to, to exit, right? And I didn't because I was trying to figure out how to sell it, and mm. um, I, and I couldn't sell it because I, the way that I got my Matic was through Binance, and it was through Binance oh, yeah. when it was okay to get, you know, it was it was okay to get through Binance, right? Now yeah, we're U.S. customers. Because we're U.S. customers, right? So. Um, then I was like trying to figure out in real time when this, this coin was popping off and I'm trying to sell, it, I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of it. And, uh, but now knowing now you could just flip it on, uh, on Uniswap, mm-hmm. switch it for ETH. And then it's, it's an easy transaction. Yeah. So I think a lot of this stuff, like you're saying, those atomic swaps, it's going to be a, it's going to play a major role in a lot of these compound tokens and, and DeFi yeah, tokens. Yeah, we saw it today with. Something as small as the SLP potions for the Axie game, right, bro? That thing is like a sixty thousand dollar market cap uh, token. It's it's an in-app purchased NFT essentially. Yeah, you know, which is very relevant to us because we're probably going to have similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In-app, or not us. The Ethermon game is going to have similar in-app right. NFTs. You know, so it's nice right. to see like a market get such traction. It was a nine hundred percent rise in one day, which which sounds ridiculous on face value because. Nine hundred percent in one day. What the fuck does that? But then you look at the market cap. It's like sixty. You do that. You could do that with a car. Like throw a car into the market, and the market just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But still, but the reason why that thing exists is because of this Uniswap protocol. You know, like any project now can now just enter this market and like test out their. Yeah, you're never gonna see. You're never gonna go to like uh, what's um. One of the exchanges, like like a centralized exchange, a centralized exchange. Yeah, you're never gonna see ETH to SLP. No, exactly. They're not gonna do it. Yeah. For one, the Axie team probably doesn't have enough money to pay whatever kind of right. listing fees they're asking these days, which I'm <laughs> sure are insane. And for two, there's just not enough volume for the exchange to support it. Like, yeah. why would they? Yeah, why do but it? But the for decentralized a exchange doesn't give a fuck about any of that. It's yeah. decentralized. Like, you That's know, right. it's run by its community of contributors to the liquidity pool. Yeah. You know? So that's why it's like these are like the beginning stages. We're starting to see like all these DeFi projects. They they're figuring it out. You know, we've been talking about DeFi for months now. Yeah. But whenever we first heard about it, there were no tokens, dude. And that, that's why we were kind of like speculating. Like that's right. We're like, what's gonna cause the next FOMO like ICOs did? Yep. And we're like, well, it's definitely not DeFi because there's no tokens. There's no token, yeah. But we were wrong, dude. Yeah, the tokens we were. are coming, dude. <laughs> The tokens are coming. But you know what? We didn't think about it because they need a token in order to uh, be able to stake their votes. If they don't yeah. have tokens, how can they vote? How can they do a DAO without a token? Yeah, we didn't understand how DAOs worked at the time. You know, yeah. we just heard about it, and then Decentraland kind of educated us on what a DAO is. Yeah. So now sure. we understand like there needs to be some some kind of token in order for the community to weigh their votes and mm-hmm. yada yada yada. But yeah, I was not anticipating like DeFi to have like. Because, okay, we're calling these governance tokens, but in reality, what they are are speculative tools. Yeah, for sure. They're tools for the community to speculate with. <laughs> yeah, this is the Nobody 80%. Gives it, exactly. Yeah, this, this is, is the 80%. 80%. The 80% gives zero fucks about what's going on in the governance layer yeah. of like any of these DAOs. Yeah. They only care about what's going up and down in value. That's so now. true, dude. That's so true. Yeah. So we're seeing that in DeFi. Like, <laughs> yeah. all these NFT wearables, they're basically our speculative tools that, like, Decentraland is creating. Damn, that's crazy, for the, man. For the 80% to, like, create FOMO, you know? See, yeah, that's a that's a big-time realization there, I man. 
I think so too, dude. So but that it, so that means Metazone will need an eighty percent rule too. Well, that's why I, that's why I told you that. Like it's yeah. it's all nice and peachy whenever you're like, okay, we're gonna switch our our games to like multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's your brain thinking, which is the right way to think if you're trying to make like actual progress. Yeah. But like, like I said, the eighty percent is not gonna give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The eighty percent's only gonna care if you like. Oh shit! You're put so out right, a dude. stand in front with an NFT for sale sign. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what drives the market, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> but is is that is that sustainable growth though? Can you sustain a business, sustain a project with that? Uh, I guess others have done. I think it. so. Yeah, like US. That's a, yeah. Pretty much every project that still exists exists because of that. The and ICO then, boom. See, you know the the work that backs that token is what fuels the speculation hmm. remember that because like in eos i think it maxed out at 24 dollars, and right now is at two bucks yep and it's at two bucks because people are started losing well for the most part it's like the market forces but also the fact that people don't really think eos is going to come out with anything special so they're like this, yeah. this coin is sh- it's, it's a shit coin i mean they already came out with everything they could have come out in 2018 like yeah all the hype happened because like once the main net is out, like nobody gives a fuck anymore. Like right now Cardano is surging and it's like the talk of the town because they're about to create and uh-huh. release their main net after four or five years of delay. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> nobody cares that it took them four or five years to like launch this barely better product than what EOS already is. Right, right. Like, <laughs> so they're gonna I, here's the thing. So you're saying they're gonna launch, everybody's gonna sell their, their bags, and that's it. It's just gonna that's it. And then then they're going to go through the same shit. Like, dude, nobody's jumping shit from Ethereum to these other blockchains, dude. Yeah. All the devs are in Ethereum. They're diehard, dude. They're not leaving. You know? Yeah. That's what I I keep telling these people. These people ask like, oh, why would you invest in Ethereum? It's a shit coin that like can't scale. And, you know, look at these gas fees. Yeah. Like, like, but where are the devs? That's the answer. Who has the devs? Ethereum has the devs. They do. They really do. It's insane how much is being built on Ethereum. Unfortunately, most of it... (laughs) I mean, it works. It just works very poorly <laughs> <laughs> because of uh, the know, gas fees infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens down the line. Hopefully this all gets figured out. But my yeah. point is, yeah, EOS is like dead in the water because their hype is gone. They've already spent all their hype. That's yeah. why they generated $4 billion. You Remember, know? we recorded a podcast uh, listening to their presentation about voice. Yeah, and, we're, and we didn't know what was what they were about to release. We we're like, man, this is gonna be the next big thing, like social media, like decentralized ownership of identity and all that stuff. And it's like, <laughs> it's just like a blog platform. Yeah, I mean, it, it was nothing. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, for four billion dollars, yeah, like it's something. If, if if it was just like some standalone project, you know what I mean? Like some standalone ICO. Like we're creating this whole new social media Twitter competitor. You yeah. know, it's kind of like Reddit, but not really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, earn money for your opinions and likes and shit. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, and, and we were the first ones to sign up too. Like, we were like refreshing yeah. the page right afterwards, and like we signed up, and like I, I tried it, and it was just like there's nothing different. Yeah, you can't live up to that hype, dude. You can't live up, dude. That's the thing. EOS killed themselves because they raised four billion dollars. 
Yeah. They can't do anything ever, ever again to like generate that. To kind live of up hype. to that. Yeah. Yeah. So like that project, unfortunately, probably Dunsky's. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, unless but, they do some, you I know. mean, we were talking about them last week and we we're like, we can't sleep on them because they have four yeah, billion dollars, right? Ne- but never, never sleep, never sleep. But, but that, but you're right. I mean, the, the numbers reflect the speculation mania. And if, like, for example, EOS doesn't have anything to speculate on, like another release, another product, another project, whatever it is, if there's no speculation, it's never going to do anything. Yeah, I agree. And Decentraland faces that dilemma too. Probably, I I almost bet like there's nothing we could do as a community to kind of like catapult this platform as far as like hype hype. You mm, know, yeah. What 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 do you think it will take for like we're doing because we're in the community and we're seeing all this like dude, there's been in, in, insane growth in the last four months. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, sure. it's absurd actually when you compare it to like other crypto projects. Yeah, but I think the the real meat and bones of any project is progress. And we're we're seeing a lot of progress. I mean, not only on ourselves, but within the community. Yeah, and I just think we're just not in that phase as as a sector, like the the crypto sector, the blockchain space, where people care about that. Oh you know no! I mean? Oh, I, I totally agree. But that's what matters, though. In my You're opinion, right. that's, that's what matters. matters. Like, think about it. If Decentraland ends up being like a billion dollar economy, in the sense that creators are generating like hundreds of millions of dollars, kind of like what mm-hmm. they did in Second Life. Yeah. That's that's newsworthy. That's a big deal. That's yeah. sustainable. That's like long term that Decentraland will be here, you know, in 25 years. Yeah. So you, could, you you can't say the same about EOS. What do you mean? Like in the in the sense is that if they don't have like an economy, they don't have like sustainable like growth, then, you know, they could easily disappear. Well, I mean, there's projects being built on EOS like, you know what I mean? Like EOS is not going to die, I don't think. Like I said this last week, I think EOS has more potential to, if Surprise. somebody creates like a killer app yeah. that's like more geared and better at onboarding. Like if somebody builds like a, a legit Minecraft on EOS to where like, you know, we talked about this at that DeFi conference, like the biggest problem and why we'll probably won't see kids anytime soon in Decentraland is that Ethereum is just not like a user-friendly protocol. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with gas. Nobody wants to deal with the wallets. None of that shit. Nobody wants to deal with like a hundred character addresses and stuff like that. Like yeah. <laughs> I know there's solutions to that now, but nobody wants to find those solutions and deal with that. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Everyone wants like at the click of a button, I, I push the on button and I'm in, I'm immersed. I'm connected. Yeah. But let, let's assume we get rid of all the hundred character and all the, the, the friction to get into the central land. There's still not a whole lot to do. Well, yeah, I agree. But like, so. let's, let's assume there's a fully built out like every every piece of land has content and it's all cool shit see but that's like, the problem the, is the, that the crypto you, you people can't love assume it. that huh yeah you can't what, but that. for this scenario is what i'm saying do you think kids are gonna come on to experience all the shit that people have created well for the most part there aren't any kids in decentraland that's yeah well, that's what i'm getting at why why are there no kids Hey, but if you're trying to, you're, well, because there's no content, that's why. No, but but that's what it can't be just content, dude. Because well, yeah, it can't be just content because if there was content, kids couldn't come in because they don't have money to create a wallet and all that stuff. And they just don't want to deal with that. I don't think. I agree. You know? I agree. And that's that's why that guy during that conference asked that question. That was like his. He's like a a VC, like because VCs think like this. They know where the money is. Yeah, the money's in kids. The money's not in like, you know, selling shit to each other, like all of us crypto guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can make money there, but you're not going to, 
you know, have like a true billion dollar plus enterprise until you can get kids in. You know yeah, I mean? but let's say there was a wallet that you can just like launch on your browser that didn't give you all the headaches of like 100 characters and gas and all that stuff. Let's assume that was there. Kids are not yeah. going to come into the central land. Yeah, I, yeah, not currently. But if you have that in tandem with, with the content, progress, yes. Yeah, I dude, agree. Dude, it, that's a home run. I yeah, but like. to, to say let's invest in that project, I don't know if it makes sense. In the context of Decentraland, I don't think just making things easier to onboard is enough. No. And it's almost like outside of our hands. Like that's not really, we can't really do much as a community in that regards. Yeah. We just, it's, it's like an unfortunate reality of where we are. And like people like Clark are proposing like, yo, maybe we need to like pick up everything here and like move it to a new blockchain, you know, who knows? Maybe that is a potential solution, but I don't, I don't know. It's tough because if we're, if if we want to just like copy and paste onto another blockchain, just because the gas fees are zero, I don't know if that's going to change anything. Decentraland, from a user from a user perspective, it'll change everything, dude. Like, yeah, but Decentraland is what it is, not because of gas fees. Mm-hmm. It's it's more than that. It's like I don't know, maybe potentially belief in it or yes, understanding understanding no, like a, what ownership is. So that's important to talk about then, because then then it's more like let's let's ditch like the whole like trying to be like maximum capitalists and like going after these target demographics like a traditional company would. Right. Yeah. Like how do we get the kids involved? How do we reach these kids? You know? Yeah. Then you kind of think of it more of like, you know, what are we doing from a philosophical perspective? Like, yeah, it's like, it's more of like a social experiment than anything. Would you you say that the moonshot tournament is, it has a lot of competitions. Like there's a lot of competitors like taking it seriously. What do you mean? My question is, do you think there are some players who are taking the oh. the tournament seriously? Yeah, I okay. think so. Why do you think that is? Uh, Just like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like pride, you know? Like so, so they yeah, want to be recognized as like good. Like I, I bet you Red gets a kick out of like everybody. Like he's identified now in the community as he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's that gamer guy that like everybody wants in their team, right? Like we made a big deal about it whenever we found out he wasn't playing <laughs> for us, you know? Yeah. I'm sure that inflates his ego a little bit. It's like, hey, I feel appreciated, right? Yeah. Like that's nice. I'm sure it's a nice feeling. But the the grind is for the reward. Uh, the reward. So the reward in this case is that trophy at the very end. But okay, yeah. in, in some cases, the reward is that e-glory, the fact that everybody yeah. knows who you are. 100% reputation. So do you would you say that a lot of gamers have that attribute? Yeah, I think right? a, a okay. majority of them do, yeah. So here's where I'm going with this. Okay. So if um, if we understand that the attribute exists and a lot there's a lot of gamers playing Call of Duty, playing World of Warcraft, playing all these games because of e-glory... Imagine if they found out there was actual tangible rewards just to be a guy playing a game that you can earn NFTs or mana or whatever it is. Imagine if if the gaming community knew that that was possible now in gaming. What do you think they would do? Yeah. So that's uh, what that's so so that's sort of like what 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 I'm saying yeah. is like if the gamer knew what's possible now because they don't. They generally don't know NFTs exist. They don't know that there's games associated with cryptocurrency. They don't know this stuff. And what I'm mm-hmm. saying is if they did know, they would be mm-hmm. here in in waves. Yeah. No, for sure there's gonna be those guys. And I guess that's that's more like the natural like it's like us. Like <clears throat> I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say, I don't generally play games. I used to a lot when I was younger, um, Call of Duty including. Um, you know, all, all these games, I used to play a lot. But now that I have, like, this context, this perspective, that gaming in general, like Call of Duty, yields nothing for mm-hmm. the most part. Maybe the top 0.05% end up doing, like, esports and end up winning millions of dollars. But that the, the chances of that for you know, the general population is pr- practically zero, right? But it's very low. Yeah. With this perspective that you can play a game and earn just by, just by being there, just by showing up. I mean, that has more incentives for the general population to get involved than, you know, just regular gaming. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm what I'm saying is if, if we get the gamers, if we educate the gamers, I think that's going to bring in more people and, once we bring in more eyeballs, the developers come as well. Yeah, I'm interested to see if that if that's true or not, man. Like, I'm not seeing it yet, and I, I I've pitched this idea to every gamer I know in my yeah. personal life. They give zero fucks about it. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not coming they're not coming home from their like eight hour shift at work to kind of like find another way to make money. They're coming home to like relax and play something they actually really truly enjoy, like that escape. Yeah, I you guess know, you're right. For that escape. That's, that's all they care about. That's true. If they want to like the entertainment aspect of gaming. Exactly. But that's fine. There's that. And that's totally warranted. And there's a there's definitely a market for that. Yeah. But like like what we've been talking about, <clears throat> there's also that part where they, uh, that portion of civilization that's not talked about much. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like uh, ignored. And they don't have that eight hour shift part of their day yeah you know the billions I mean? of people who are the billions of people who are forgotten in, in our in our world yeah you know but they still have a computer and they have connection to the internet maybe that's our our true market you know true. maybe maybe those are the people who are gonna recognize that value better yeah than like i think that's also again that's another correlation or parallel to like the rest of the crypto space the people who tend to appreciate this whole decentralization technology are like people from you know Oh yeah, from poorer countries. Poorer countries, yeah, who don't have a stable financial system. Yeah, they don't have the luxuries we do, right? Like we just pull out our fucking plastic magic card, yeah, just <laughs> swipe it all over the place and just start buying things, you know? Yeah, like everything's just handled for us, yeah. banking infrastructure. <clears throat> so that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think clearly there's, you know, with all this progress that Decentraland has made, there still needs to be more. But I don't know how much more could have been accomplished in these last four months than what has been. So, yeah, I mean, this is good. Uh, yeah, but I, I agree. It. Like I said, we're, we're, we're part of that 20%. So we're happy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Us is the 20%. <laughs> like, we're fucking ecstatic what we're seeing. That's like, true. Four months ago, dude, we were like rock bottom. Like, we were hating <laughs> life. We we're like, fuck, dude, we made the biggest mistake ever, dude. Yeah. Like, why did we build Metazone? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what were we thinking? You know, this yeah. is going nowhere. But four months later, there's like, it's a complete 180. You know, like, fuck, Metazone's working. Yeah. Decentraland is popping. People are loving it. Yeah. If we there's were some cool shit to do now, you're right. If we were part of the 80%, we'd be like, this is this is a waste, right? Cause yeah, we'd be over there like flipping DeFi tokens. Yeah, you that's know right. I mean? that's, that's, what, right. That's, what, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, having said that, I think it, it is worth to investigate like the the twenty percent value of these DeFi tokens. Maybe because you know it, it does represent a a pillar of infra- financial infrastructure that they might have some actual value and, and an actual team pushing um, its purpose 
And so it does warrant an, an investigation. Um, you know, they say that any coin that's not Bitcoin is a shit coin. So, you know, there, there's probably a coin out there that's not, that's worth, you know, investigation and probably compound oh, yeah. or any of these DeFi tokens is, is at least worth, you know, looking into. I agree. And like I said, just for the sake of those people who are the forgotten people, like they need stuff like this. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And who knows, like our the infrastructure that we rely on so much that we're so comfortable with could not exist five, 10 years from now. Yeah. Or if it is, it's like a, it's a much crappier version of what it is today to where like now we can lean on this technology that's being built today, you know? Yeah, for sure. Who knows, man? It, it, I don't know. So you're right. Yeah. We have to start, we have to broaden our, our vision a little bit and like recognize there's so much more going on in, in, in our space or in our sector. Like we're not just in, you know. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. We don't want to just focus on, on the central land just because there's so much going on. <clears throat> and we're like, so personally invested. Like we also want to be aware of like what the rest of the community is working on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So we got like a, I think, it's confirmed we have an interview in the pipeline a couple of weeks from now from like a DeFi project, right? Will? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so we're working on kind of nailing a, a, a date for, for that. Yeah. Um, it can so, be- well, I mean, we don't know anything about it, honestly. I think they reached out to you, right? Yeah, they did. So, to me, that's kind of like our kickstart into this, what I'm talking about, this broadening our perspective. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what we, were, we did in the past before we got like so heavily into Decentraland. And I think it's it's something that we should continue to sustain just because I remember when we talked about Compound so many months ago, it, it introduced a lot of people into this idea and earning interest and all that, that it's worth it to continue exploring all these other cryptocurrencies and their purpose, because you never know, like there might be an actual use case and actual value of a token that you might want to have and use just like we use mana almost on a daily basis now. Mm-hmm. who's to say that there isn't another cryptocurrency that you're going to start using on a daily basis? Yeah. And also who's to say, like, uh, we kind of touched on this in the conference, like who's to say there aren't like some kind of DeFi principles that can be applied to yeah. Decentraland, you know? That's right. And it makes sense. Like Decentraland, if it's truly going to be like a true metaverse where it's like a parallel virtual universe, you know, there's going to need to be a financial infrastructure in that virtual universe at some point yeah you know so like there's going to be some kind of DeFi integration down the line oh absolutely absolutely you know people are going to want loans in the metaverse yeah people are going to want to you know stake their land or stake their metas yes into some kind of lending platform so that they could go gamble at the fucking casino (laughs) like go go lose all their assets you know that shit happens today you really think it's not going to happen in the digital world? We're still humans just because we're like tra- traversing into a whole new like yeah. dimension. Yeah, we're like teleporting. We're still, yeah, we're, we're, tele- still, we're still bringing this with us, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're bringing all our faults along with us, you know? Yeah. We're not getting any better, you know? We're just moving somewhere else. <clears throat> yeah, so clearly we, there's still a long way to go. But And, and one of the things that, that we're contributing also is you know with this ethermon project the persistent gaming so it's not necessarily a multiplayer action shooter like maybe the moonshot game is the soccer tournament but Mm -hmm. it's more of a slow burn uh grinded out type of gameplay that i think will keep people in decentraland but that's like you're saying that satisfies those 20 percenters right well what does the the slow burn gaming aspect of decentraland versus the um high yield Let's try to figure out ways to, you know, increase the value of mana, you know, 100% in one day. Oh, 
Yeah, know? but the the thing about Ethermon is there's still there's still that that grab for the eighty percent, meaning like. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're you saying. You have to participate. You know, you have to follow the rules of the game, which you know, in order to obtain these, only can get into central NFTs. You yeah, know? yeah. The same thing as the shirts. Like these Ethermons are basically digital shirts. The game right now is like, like out click everybody else at yeah. these like little kiosks. Yep. That's the game. It's a very simple game. But yeah. people have figured it out and they've gamed it and they're winning and they're crushing the rest of us, you know, yeah. who are trying to play like like casual gamers, right? We're all getting crushed right now. Same thing's gonna happen in Ethermon. People are gonna figure out the game and they're gonna master it. They're gonna buy all these freaking garden beds, maybe it's just like mass produced <laughs> so they can be quicker. I don't know exactly how it's gonna work, but yeah. Whatever the game uh, rules are, they'll figure it out. But the yeah, end but goal you know is... What? You know what? Let's say that the the 80%, they figure it out. They game they game it, right? Mm-hmm. The the actual value in these Ethermon is the work that you put into it. So I might be able to extract, let's say, like 50 of these Ethermons just because I know how to communicate with the smart contract, right? Oh, but, yeah. but you, the gamer, who's grinded out your one single Ethermon, your single Ethermon could go for hundreds of dollars versus me selling mine for like, you know, tens of dollars because I just extracted them and there's no experience points gained. There's nothing. Yeah. So I think it, it does provide a little bit of like a level playing field that there's work required in order to gain some value in an NFT. I agree. And I've read that... uh the Ethermon proposal, and I was very happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as, like, uh, just knowing where their head is, like, thinking about the future, and, like, their their main objective is to bring, like, this this battle, yeah. you know, gaming ecosystem into, you know, Decentraland. Yeah. Essentially, like, <clears throat> everybody loves Axie so much. It's, like, the same thing going to be going on in Decentraland. You know, yeah. That's, like, it's literally the end game. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you know what? This um, this Ethermon game wouldn't be possible without Metazone. Like, yeah. if, if there wasn't a funding mechanism for this game, this game wouldn't exist. And they've been trying to put this game into Decentraland, but there was no way to fund it. And now yeah, it's not, coming. Not just not just fund it, but make it like um, distributable. Or like, yeah, like tech, like technically feasible. Like, how the fuck? Yeah, it's do, true. Do you create a game without owning like every piece of land. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that's tough to do. I think Chainbreakers tried to do that, and that's yeah. why they no longer exist. They like spread their assets out yeah. to like this illiquid thing. That's you know, right. Land is not like the most liquid. Whenever they need money, you're like fuck, we spent all our money on land. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, because we need it in order to like build our game. That's like, right. That's just how that's how Decentraland works. But yeah, it's I think. True. I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, we can only toot our horn for so long, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not but, really about tooting our horn. It's really to like kind of identify why this is happening now and not before yeah yeah, yeah. true you know because if if we don't like understand like why this is successful we're not going to be able to replicate it and i think we can replicate it and i think we're going to see we're going to see some other projects leverage this concept pretty soon yeah yeah it's even possible with the uh the moonshot guy he could 100 percent release some metas Yes. And create like, like basically what he's done is he started, he did the reverse Ethermon approach. He built the end game first. Yes. <laughs> which means he can go back and like build all the metas necessary to like support that end game combat yeah. ecosystem, yeah. right? That's what Ethermon's doing. They're they're building the in-game assets first that are distributed to support the eventual end game like Dude, combat arena. That's you know such I mean? a good idea, I man. 
You know, what's that uh, first-person shooter that everyone likes right now? Um, uh, Fortnite? Not Fortnite. No, it's third-person. Um, oh, crap. It's the one with a bunch of characters. It has, like, 20 characters that you can select. One, like, a huge machine guy, and then another, like... Overwatch? Overwatch, yes. Imagine if Benz, the guy who created Moonshot, created an, an Overwatch type of game for this soccer tournament where each of the five characters on your team have different skill sets. One is like a, a power guy. One is a speed guy. One is like a um, a healer. A, a, well, a healer, but <laughs> but this is soccer, dude. This is just I'm talking about the actual soccer game. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no healing in soccer yeah. unless somebody like breaks a kneecap or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but think about like each of the the five team members have different skill sets. Yeah, and. The way you kind of gain those skill sets is if you make this sort of an RPG where you sort of adopt one of those characters and you level it up with these different metas and different actions that you can do. Yeah. And then you can take your powered character into the game and hopefully you have a, a leg up on the competition just because you have you have powered up your guy. Yeah, at that point, like you as a user in Dissension, you spent a lot of time, probably money, and like just... You invested a lot of yourself into creating this unique character that has like unique attributes to it. The same yeah. amount of work like a, a human would put into like improve their body to become yes, athletes. Exactly. You know? exactly. So the more work you put in, the more demand. And then these athletes are fucking millionaires because there's actual professional teams out there that yeah. need these athletes to support their teams, right? Yeah. The same thing can happen here in the metaverse, but like better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these guys have like you know, the more you train at this certain gym that like Bents has created, yes, the better your jump abilities are. Like, you got like these fat quads, dude. Like <laughs> you're jacked. You can yeah. jump over people. Right. You know, you got this other dude who literally trained like, I don't know how to fucking go invincible. He just disappears out of nowhere. Right. You know, you become superheroes now playing soccer. Like how cool is that? Yeah. Basically gamifying this, this soccer game into like its individual components, like yeah. uh, being able to, you know, being being able to to uh, dribble the ball like effectively without losing a step. Yeah, it could be as simple as that. It could literally just be like you just have better stats, like you know, more stamina, so your guy doesn't yes. like run out of breath. Yes, yes. It could be. I, I'm kind of like <clears throat> going too far with it, <laughs> but it could be as simple as that. You know, uh, but then you have, like I said, like someone like Red Knight just would do that, and he has he has the most highest stat. You know, yeah, astronaut guy. Yeah. So everyone's going to want him, dude. You know, like MetaZone wants to create a, a team. Yeah. You know, because it's like a good PR move. It's a good marketing thing. Like we always want our MetaZone brand at every game. Right. You know, So we, we need a team. So we're going to go after the guy with the highest stats and we're going to give him some a lot of incentive yeah. to right. join our team. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the return might be worth it. Like that game could have thousands of viewers on Twitch every fucking Hell week. yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And that's like that's ad revenue. That's money. That's a real league. Dude, like, that's exposure. Yeah. Dude. Exactly. So, again, he doesn't have to do any of this, <laughs> Vince. See, but he the thing just... is, Vince, he, you're right, he doesn't have to do any of this. But just if we show him the example of Ethermon, he'd, he would understand, like, this is actually sustainable. This this model where uh, you distribute portions of the game, pieces of the game to other landowners so that people like Red Nitrous can go power up their character. And then people like us, let's say team, uh, like uh, teams, can go mm -hmm. and recruit people like Red Nitrous and there's going to be money involved in all these transactions. Because mm. like you're saying, there's there's marketing opportunity for, for our brand name to be a part of these tournaments. Yeah. 
So hell yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, man. This like, is like this is obvious to us. I, I don't think people recognize this yet. They don't understand like the. Well, it's I, a I new guess, model. It's like it's it's completely new. Like it is. Like, so it, you can't expect anyone to agree with us. So it's kind of like we have to just prove it. Yeah, set an example. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have to prove it. Make sure it works. Make sure we're not just you know shooting shit out of our asses. You know what I mean? We're just. It doesn't just, seem like it though. We're definitely. I don't know. Dude. It doesn't yeah. seem like it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man. Like, just because we understand like the rules of Decentraland is like, in order to do anything, you need to you need to have land, and those who have land are landowners. And mm-hmm. so, what, what that means, if you're going to create a game, you need to involve landowners. So, if you need to involve landowners, then you have to create incentives for landowners to deploy your game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then it's like this whole trickle down effect of like this domino effect of what you need to do as a developer in order to make any game successful in Decentraland. Mm. And and so the the game that we're talking about, the Bents, the modify his current Moonshot game, would be sustainable because there's a way to distribute pieces of his maybe future game to landowners to help, partic- you know, propel yeah. his game into its final form, which could be the Moonshot with skills. Exactly. And then you got not just like this annual event, you have this year-round competitive yes. ecosystem that's it's it's, it's exactly what happens with axie yeah remember that like almost on a weekly basis there's always like some kind of tournament happening yeah axie could take the vents the current vents model and just be like okay it's a 3v3 game but every every axie is the same you yeah. know they all have the same stats they all have the same moves so go ahead guys load up in your axes and we'll see who's the best yeah yeah that's right <laughs> that's basically what it is but no one wants i mean it's it's It'll be a good spectac- spectacle for the time being, but that's not a persistent thing. It's not going to last. You know, people like to see like the evolution of the game because you know these new these new things, the new traits are coming in, the new skills are coming in, right, right, yada yada yada. You know, I I, I don't know. Yeah, this Just, makes sense if, to if, us, dude. If, to us, this makes sense if we were going to do that. Yeah, you know, but this still, Maybe. regardless of that, this this isn't like some kind of like harsh criticism. Like we're 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 trying to trash. Anything that Benz has oh, done, I think not. it's. I don't think it sounds like that at all. To some people, it will, just because that's the way people think, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's it's it's not that. Yeah, no, definitely not. If if yeah. anything, it helps expand the game and support the game <clears throat> in a in a monetary way because you create the incentives for landlords to deploy, it. and if they have an incentive, they're going to pay you to deploy it. And once they pay you, you can make the game, you know. That you you're envisioning, like the one that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all we're doing. Whether they they take that up and like go with it, and it's up to them. Yeah. But some and have, that, right? That's right. We're seeing it. Yeah, we're seeing it, dude. So that's all we've done from the beginning, man. All we've done is this. Yes, <laughs> we've literally just done this, and like this is how medicine was created. This is how all of our games were made. This as a matter of fact, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that with Corona Zombies. We are gonna do that. I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah. I mean, we've already talked about it. That's why I said it. That's true. Yeah, we want to do that because that's how we think. You know, we can either spend all our time just to improve Corona Zombies and just make it this, you know, this thing that exists in just this, you know, the single parcel. You know. Yeah. Like, just make it look sexier, I guess. You know, maybe like it could still be a cool, fun game, but will people come back and want to keep playing with it? Yeah. Most likely not. So we have to. <clears throat> you know, incorporate this model that we're talking about. Yeah, that not a lot sure. of people have catched on to. <clears throat> yeah, and, and Ethermon is going to prove out that persistent gaming aspect, and we know it's going to be successful just because we've seen models of this be successful on other platforms, right? And mm-hmm. we're just bringing it to Decentraland, and that's it. I mean, it's just, we know that it's going to work. We just got to 
execute in, in this new model, right? And the and the fact that we have to involve landowners, which is that's the new part. Yeah. But yeah, man, we just got to keep going. Uh, I like it where everything's I going. Agree. We realize multiplayer is a big deal, uh, even though it's still kind of janky with the the lag. But that's going to get fixed in one way or another. Yeah, and I think this really pushes that narrative, the community narrative. Like, all right, we've had enough. Like, I think the benefits of a client outweigh like the benefits of Anything you know being else. able to give somebody a link to Decentraland, have them hop in, and yeah. Fuck that. Like, yeah, you can do that all day, have people come in and out. That's what I'm saying. But that's not what we want. We don't want in and out visitors. Like they see like something on Twitter that's like going viral and then they hop in to see what what's all the fuss about. Yeah. And then they log in for five, ten minutes. It's like the laggiest thing they've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, okay, like this is obviously like nothing. Yeah. And then they leave. What you really want is like, yeah, you want this 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 soccer game to be like, okay, we're having this big tournament. All you have to do is like install like another app. You what you got like a thousand apps already, right? Like what's one more? Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna have this awesome, like like you said, way more enjoyable experience. People are gonna love it. Probably it's gonna be like eighty percent retention because like people are gonna wanna play yeah, more. For sure. As opposed to like ten percent or twenty percent retention, you know? Yeah, and and I'm one that believes that I think Decentraland should keep the web version. Um, sort of like the window uh, version of Decentraland where you can jump in no matter what. But then for those who are like interested and intrigued as to what's going on for the better experience, just go download the app. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. For, for things like conferencing, what we have now is fine. Like Maddie can keep doing his thing and yeah, like hustling exactly. and, and like, you know, cause there's actually like a huge need for that with the COVID doesn't seem like it's going to rest anytime soon. Like people yeah. need a place to meet and gather and shit, you know, like quickly, like, these impromptu meetings and shit like the browser works for that yeah hell yeah i totally agree the browsers for the conferences and the the client is for the gaming yeah the clients for like the real diehard users you know what i mean yeah the people who want to like actually spend the majority of their day in decentraland right (laughs) because there's so much to do right and there's a lot to there's proper incentive to do so you know yeah and then imagine once this goes on mobile then you'd be able to take care of ethermon without leaving the couch dude that's right and then you can show all your dumb friends at school and shit. Like, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't have one of these, do you? Yeah. Like, What's that? Yeah. It's like, it's a fucking Saxamon mod or whatever. Saxamon. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then bring them on that way, dude. And then you can pull out like your hot plushy doll, like from your backpack, dude. Cause I know right. they're making those too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I can't wait, dude. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think uh, let's call it. Um, yeah, so make sure that the the Moonshot tournament is going to continue on for like another week or so. So if you're not seeing these tournaments, they're actually pretty entertaining if you can like stomach yeah. the, the lag. Uh, all, all these companies are competing against each other. Some take it a little bit more seriously than others, but nonetheless, it's entertaining. And it's only five minutes long, and there's three matches per day or per night mm-hmm. if you're in the U.S. I think night. that's going to... No, that's probably going to stay, right? Now that we're like in the next bracket, it's probably still going to be... Well, there's one more. There's one more where there's three matches, but then you're right. Yeah, by the time this is out, like, yeah, that will be done. That's true. Most true. likely it will be like going through like the uh, the final stages of the tournament. Yeah. But which is still like, that's like the best shit. That's the shit you would really want to yeah, watch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like the yeah. last couple of games of the tournament, right? Yeah. So Definitely if, tune in for that. Yeah, tune in t- for that if you want like like specific details of when the matches start, make sure you join either our discord or Decentralized discord. They, they have that. Yeah, just, And follow Frankie on Twitter. Follow Frankie, Frankie needles, Maddie, Anorak, 
yeah, um, all these guys, yeah. all these DCL core guys. Follow on Twitter because they're usually like oh yeah, DCL core. Yeah, they, they moved on, right? They moved on to the to the next round of the tournament. That's right. Yeah, so, that's right. so Rudolph, Frankie, for those... thinks, Frankie thinks they're gonna win the whole thing, but I don't know, man. I saw some. I saw some hot. Who did I see today? Well, was... see, that's the thing, man. I I called him hot. Like set had like a twelve zero victory, but I think like half the team were like undefined, yeah, like right. fucking <laughs> fucking snipers out there and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So I don't. That's just who knows if those guys are gonna show up tomorrow. You know? It's yeah, just, for sure. So nobody really knows who's gonna win. So, well, I think uh, Polygonal Mind point. also won. And right. they have pretty good computers, right? Because they're doing a lot of <laughs> visual yeah. stuff. They're like actual devs and creators and shit. Yeah. So they have like top of the line stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, so I mean, anyone's going to take this this uh, this tournament just because of lag. Lag is going to hit you whether you like it or not, whether you have a good computer or not. So, uh, Damn, we'll, dude, we, dude, we need upgrade. Dude, just thinking of that, dude. Fuck, man. Oh, I know, man. Dude, we're at a I huge know. disadvantage with, with y'all's motherfucking... You know what? Next... Dude, once we upgrade, it's going to be full force. We're going to own these guys, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I take well, this seriously. Late, dude. We already fucking lost, bro. Like, you got to wait till no, next year. Dude, next <laughs> yeah. one. Next one, though. Okay, I got like, you. Because we're going to set up our own, like, Corona Zombies tournament as well. It's going to be, like, multiplayer. Oh, I and, can't wait for that. Dude. Yeah, so, man. I can't wait till we get, like deep into the development we just gotta finish metazone we gotta get that shit like hot and ready dude to where like it's that's not like our main focus so we can start creating like cool content you know what yeah. I mean? again yeah like man bootstrapping it it's uh it's quite it's quite tough. the ride <laughs> it's tough dude yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're but, still here boys and girls yeah. <laughs> we're gonna keep on going but like i said we're still gonna broaden our perspective a little, just for the sake of this podcast and for our me and will yeah general for knowledge sanity too and yeah exactly yeah. knowledge um, yeah like we have to do that's just the way we are man we can't yeah. just stay tunnel visioned yeah we even though that's probably like the best thing to do when you're like trying to chase success and you know what i mean yeah is to have that tunnel vision but fuck man that's tough for me but it's like <laughs> when we talk to the DeFi guys they didn't want to talk DeFi; they want to talk metaverse because exactly. it's more interesting so if we just talk to regular people who are working on different projects i'm confident they'll be interested in what's going on with the metaverse and so yeah. we bring in more community members bigger audience I mean, it, it helps everybody. That's right. And like, we were going to do like the thing, like, you know, what's this? We were asking ourselves, what's this podcast going to be? Because most of our time is in MetaZone. So, like, it probably should just be like us going around interviewing other community yeah. members building. Yeah. But there's already plenty of people doing that. We got Open NFT doing that. We got mm-hmm. Frankie doing that. Yeah. And now he's got like approval for like a news station. So, he's literally going to be doing that like all the time. Yeah. Which is good. It's like, we need which that. Which is like, we don't have to do that. Yeah. We there's don't have plenty to. of that. Yeah. I agree. I think so we could do other stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll focus on like just general knowledge crypto and projects that we're interested in that we want to talk to and we have more uh like questions about and we'll talk to them just like we've done in the past and I mean that's we're we're more interested in like learning about what's going on in the cryptoverse and just just so we know what's going on. I mean that's that's, right. that's how we started. And you don't know like what other shenanigans we can get into by like talking to all these different people. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like some cool fusion event. Who yeah, knows? Exactly. We'll exactly. <laughs> All right, I man. Thanks for joining. Uh, for those of you yeah. in the uh, the metaverse or the internet, as they call it, make sure you follow us at the Block Runner and at MetaZone.io on Twitter, and um, like and subscribe. Ask us any questions. We read every single comment. We try to comment on everybody's comment as well. Um, and join our Discord as well. So you'll see those links in the description. And we will see you next week. That's right. Stay safe out there, everybody. All right. Bye.
See you later. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner.